So I've got some super big news right here at the beginning of the episode that I don't want you guys to miss. This week, Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, The Fallout Hub, this is the other show that I do with Ken and Dave, will be interviewing live for a whole fun variety show thing about 76 Wastelanders. A number of really cool people, Pete Hines, Oxhorn, and Juicehead. We will all be on the show together. We will be drinking some awesome uh, Fallout drinks, having some fun questions and answers, and also playing a little bit of a game show with our guests. So it is going to be a really, really awesome time. I am absolutely thrilled to get to talk to Pete again. He's such a cool guy, and I've never actually had the chance to talk to Oxhorn, but a lot of people have said, hey, you should get get with Oxhorn. He's, he's the lore guy, too. So Oxhorn, I absolutely love your content. And Juicehead, welcome back to the show. Okay, so Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, the Fallout Hub. Search the Fallout Hub if, uh, on Twitter or wherever. Also, this will be on the same YouTube channel that the Chad Show is on and on also on their Twitch channel live. And if you don't catch it live, don't worry. Videos will be up later and this will be an audio episode with some of the content cut down uh, on the Fallout Hub podcast feed. So if you're not listening to the Fallout Hub as well, she should probably go subscribe to that as well because it's a super fun show and we have a blast making it. So just wanted to get that out there. Make sure you tune in for that. It's going to be a phenomenal experience and we are absolutely thrilled and flattered that we could get all of those awesome guests to join us for such a celebration of a wonderful new expansion coming out to Fallout 76. So check that out and now on with the show. The show is brought to you by our generous patrons at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. Robots Radio presents the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast, a place for the Fallout community to come together to explore the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Hey, buddy, but now that you're done, uh, well, I guess I should say we're done cleaning up the toilet issue you created. I was wondering if uh, I could get some some of your thoughts on something. Uh, yeah, sure. What do you want to know, robots? Well, with um, Fallout 76 Wastelanders coming out this week, in fact, uh, we're recording this the the night before the game comes out. So this will be out like the day that it comes out for everybody. And I was thinking there's going to be some new people jumping into Fallout 76. So maybe we should point out some really interesting lore focused locations without really doing any spoilers for them to make sure that they check out while they're playing the game. What do you think? Uh, yeah, that sounds cool. What do you need to know from me? Well, um, I'm going to pick the mind of the community, a bunch of the people on our, our Discord, but I also wanted to get your thoughts on what are some of the, the main locations we should be discussing. So, what do you think? Oh, well, um, <laughs> you know me. Uh, you know places I like to go to. Uh, no, actually, I, I don't really. Um, I don't pay that much attention to you, I guess. Okay, uh, cool. I'll just pretend you didn't say that. Um, alright. The, the first place I recommend that they go is to, uh, the water park. Oh yeah, the water park. Um, yeah, that's a cool place. Why, why the water park? Because water parks are fun, duh. Uh, 
Okay. <laughs> Do you have any other suggestions? Uh, yeah, yeah. You definitely should go visit the city of Charleston. The city of Charleston, for sure. Okay, uh, city of Charleston. Uh, now, why that one? Because dancing in Charleston is fun. Duh. Uh, okay, I see. I, there's a theme going on here. All right, all right. Um, do you have any other suggestions? Maybe, maybe something that doesn't have to do with just because it's fun. You know, something a little deeper, a little bit more meaningful. Uh, okay, let me think. Um, um, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, uh, good. W where now? Which one? What place? Oh, they should definitely go visit Helvetica because that's my favorite font. Helvetica. Oh, you mean Helvetia? That's that's not pronounced Helvetica. That's buddy bot. That's not a font. That's just a city with a name that isn't even Helvetica. That's oh, buddy bot. So as I mentioned at the uh, beginning of the episode with that conversation with BuddyBot, we will be discussing locations that you should make a point to go visit in Fallout 76 because they are interesting or they have some lore relevance. And uh, a few things to note on this. One, I'm going to try to avoid spoilers as best as I possibly can. So I'm going to note that these locations are in the game. So that's not really a spoiler if you've looked at a map. You've probably seen that these are places you can go to, and I'm going to note some of the things about their real-world counterparts, but I'm going to leave out the bits about what you discover in them, specifically pertaining to the gameplay and the story. And try, I'm going to try to avoid that stuff as much as I can, because I know that you're going to want to investigate these things on your own. Um, and I hope this episode is interesting for regular players of 76 because you guys have probably been to these locations. And if you haven't taken the time to go to them and look under every stone or read every terminal, then maybe this is a good opportunity to go back and do that. Um, the other thing I wanted to note is that I have polled our community in the Robots Radio Discord for some ideas that they wanted to see in this episode. I wanted to get their take on it and and highlight these things. And I'm going to be calling out some of the members who brought up these ideas uh, in order to say thank you on the show. So, so this should be a fun episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, the last thing I want to say before we get into the episode itself is I think it's pretty important. We are adjusting the merchandise on the robots radio store that means that and you guys have probably noticed that we've had the new logo up for at least a month or two now and we are transitioning out the previous logo from the store so shirts and stickers and other items in the store that have the year one logo will be a limited run they're going to stop printing by the end of this month by the end of april so if you're interested in getting a hold of one of the year one shirts or stickers or whatever now is your opportunity to do it Already now we've put on the show on the show on the store um, the year two shirts with the new logos and that kind of stuff. And we've even expanded the merchandise for those to include uh, tank tops for women. So if you're interested in a tank top, you know, get ready for summer, then those will be on the store too. almost everything on the store ships internationally. And the thing that you really, really should take note of is that patrons 
who subscribe tier two or tier three or higher all get discounts on the store. So what that means is you can get a 10% discount on everything you order ever, as long as you're a patron at the tier two level at the tier three level. So the tier two levels, $5. So for $5, you could get 10% off your entire order, which if you order a few items adds up to a savings, um, at the tier three level for $10, you get 20% off. Again, if you're ordering a few items, that's a savings. So you may want to check out signing up for the Patreon if you aren't already and you're planning to order some things on the store. And if you are currently a patron, then congratulations. You already have the code. It is uh, in the message that gets sent out to you guys when you sign up. It is also pinned to the top of the patron sections for those uh, tiers. If you're a tier four patron, then you still get the 20% off. Anybody else who's higher than tier three gets 20% off everything that they order in the store. So super great deal. Um, Go check that out. There's a link in the show notes, or you can just type robots radio shirts or store. Just go to uh, robotsradio.net, and there's a link right at the top. It says store. It's one of the main buttons along the top of the webpage. So just wanted to get that out there. I don't want you guys to miss out on this if this was something you're planning on doing and then you just hadn't done it yet and all of a sudden these disappear at the end of the month. So you've got got about two weeks to get on this, two and a half weeks. Um, So go check that out. All right, so let's move on with this episode. The first location that I want to highlight is the White Springs Resort. And most of you guys have probably heard of the White White Springs Resort. It is a major location. We've noted it on the show before, and it is modeled after a real location in the real world. And I have the Fallout Wiki article, the fandom.com article up on this that I'm going to just kind of pull out some, some bits on in order to give you guys a little bit of an overview of what this is. The White Springs Resort is a location in the forest region of Appalachia. The forest is kind of the main uh, first area you you uh, show up in in the game in 2106 or 2102. I'm sorry. It is part of a larger area called the White Spring built in 1858 and named after a natural sulfur spring on the grounds. The White Spring Resort offered a wide array of shops, dining and exciting sporting opportunities for distinguished ladies and gentlemen. Even after the Great War, explorers of Appalachia can still use several amenities provided by the resort, most notably the ironclad service security system and vendor robots. This is a location. I'm not going to reveal too much about what goes on here because there's a lot of cool stuff that can go on here, but it is a location that a lot of people go to, and it is a kind of main PVP place that people will specifically go to in order to find other people to combat. But remember, you don't have to join in the combat. If somebody shoots you, just don't shoot them back. That's unless somebody's hacking or something. That's usually the best way to, to deal with that. There's also some other deeper lore implications that you will get into during the uh, end of the original quest, main quest line. So I'm not going to ruin that as well, but you will be back here. Just we'll just say that Uh, this location is actually based on a real world location called the Greenbrier, a luxury resort. And this is according to Wikipedia, located in the. I don't know how to say this, Allegheny or Allegheny, it's a GH, so who knows, mountains near White Sulphur Springs in Greenbrier County, West Virginia. And since 1778, visitors have traveled to this part of the state to take the waters of the area. That's in quotes. Today, the Greenbrier is situated on 11,000 acres of land 
with 710 guest rooms, 20 restaurants and lounges, and more than 55 indoor and outdoor activities and sports, and 36 retail shops. The current Greenbrier, did I say Greenbrier? Greenbrier was built in 1913 by the Chesapeake and Ohio Railway and was owned for much of its history by that company and its successors. So this is a big location, 11,000 acres. This is a wealthy, wealthy location and is known also to serve as an emergency shelter for the United States Congress during the Cold War. The bunker was codenamed Project Green Island, and Fritz Bugas, B-U-G-A-S, was the former on-site superintendent. I don't know why that's notable. I don't know who Fritz Bugas is, but it says it here in the article. So, obviously, this is an important location, and there's some other things going on here. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's definitely some things going on. Let's move on to the next location. The Fort Defiance is a very interesting and moody location. This one was brought up by Sunless Sketcher. So thank you, Sunless. Uh, Fort Defiance, formerly known as the, and again, Allegheny, I'm just going to say Allegheny, Asylum, spooky stuff, is a location in the Cranberry Bog region of Appalachia in 2102. It is located west of Watoga and east of the monorail elevator. The monorail system is pretty cool. Some of it is still uh, standing on the edge of the boundary with the Savage Divide. None of that will make sense until you jump into the game, but it, those are the location areas. According to the wiki, this says, originally built in the mid-19th century to provide treatment for the region's mentally ill based on the theories of Thomas Story Kirkbride. Kirkbride? The Kirkbride plan maintained that the environment which provided natural light and circulation was essential to the healing of the mind. And so adopted a unique bat wing floor plan with wings sprawling outward from the central building and used to house the patients. The building was intended to care for under 300 patients, but even exemplary planning and performance by the staff was insufficient with occupant numbers closer to 3,000 by 2061. The resulting horrible conditions in the hospital were amplified by neglect on part of the personnel and caused undue suffering for the patients. Now, there's some other things, of course, that go on here, especially around specific factions. We'll leave it at that. And it's definitely a spooky location that you will probably be visiting during the main quest line. In fact, probably meaning for sure we'll be visiting during the main quest line if you do that. And, um, who knows? Maybe things will change up a little bit in Wastelanders at this location. I'm just speculating, but it seems like an important place to visit. It's also pretty spooky looking. Uh, one of the first places I took pictures of, or one of the first places I took, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't say that. I took some pictures of myself initially playing the game, uh, you know, running around the wasteland doing fun things. But one of the ones that I really lined up a really cool photo in front of was this location when I stumbled upon it because I thought, holy moly, this is a really cool looking building. So, Go check that out. That was, again, Fort Defiance or uh, the Allegheny Asylum. Next on our list is Point Pleasant. Now, Victor brought this one up in the Discord conversation. Point Pleasant, you will probably remember, this has been brought up a number of times on the show, and it is notoriously the location of the Mothman incident that the books and the movie and all that stuff was built around. So 
Point Pleasant showing up in this game means that it definitely has something to do with the cult of the Mothman. It is a location in the forest area, so the main starting area, and it's not too hard to get to. You just head west, uh, just a little bit southwest from the vault. Um, so if you if you want to go check out this location very early on in the game, you can. This was a location that I didn't stumble into until I was a number of levels into the game because I I'd kind of followed the main quest line, which takes you a little bit away from this location. Um, but it's definitely something to go look at and check out. And there's some really cool stuff going on here. Now, again, with the Wastelanders update and things having to do with the Mothman cult, who knows, this location may have shifted and changed by the time you're actually playing through this. Uh, there is specifically a museum to the Mothman in this location, uh, which I believe has some sort of connection to a real world counterpart as well. So go check that out for sure. All right, we're going to take a quick break and then we will be back with some other uh, smaller locations, but definitely places that are still interesting to, to check out. See you guys in a minute. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. All right, Wastelanders, Vault Dwellers, welcome to the Fallout Lorecast, and thank you for joining me again. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and I hope you guys are staying safe. I bring this up every week, but I really hope you guys are taking care of yourselves and taking care of your loved ones and having the best quarantine situation you possibly can. I know it's not an optimal situation, but hopefully you're getting through it all right. And with Wastelanders coming out tomorrow, that's a really good opportunity to jump in on this. I do note, uh, I do remember this weekend seeing some deals go up for Fallout 76, some significant discounts, at least on the PC version. So you may want to search for that. Uh, a, a site like isthereanydeal.com is a great place to look for that. So if you're if you're trying to pick that up, you might want to look at it, uh, deals. I don't know if those deals will go away by the time this episode is out because of the release of Wastelanders, but it's definitely something you might want to go check out. Uh, other than that, I noted at the beginning of the episode, the switch on some of the stuff we have up in the lore, uh, in the lore, in the store. <laughs> um, so go check that stuff out if you are interested. Also, kind of big news, and I've noted that we started doing the Dungeons and Dragons lore cast, but guess what? The Cyberpunk lore cast is back as well. I am shifting gears back to creating more and more content for you guys. And it's funny because at this time in the world, podcast listening is actually down by about 10, 20%, depending on the kind of show you do, because people aren't commuting to work as much or their exercise routines are different or there's more people in their home. So they're not, you know, ignoring everybody and listening to podcasts while they do things at home. So that those numbers are down, but we will get through this whole ordeal and people will go back to work and num podcast numbers are going to go back up. So I'm stocking the deck with a bunch of new shows for everybody to listen to. So if you are interested in cyberpunk stuff, and I don't know how you couldn't find that interesting if you're into Fallout, because there's a lot of cool similarities in technology and future stuff going on there and plus the game from cd project red is going to be amazing if you play through the witcher 3 you will know the quality of game that they can put out and that comes out on september 17th and it looks like they are still on track for that so cyberpunk lorecast is back the 10th episode just went up this last week and we're talking about a lot of the news going on it's a kind of slightly different lorecast in that we're not really focused on lore uh 
we're 90% focused on lore on this show. That show is focused on lore, but there's only going to be so much we can do until Fallout 76 comes out. And then even then, there's going to be spoilers and things. So we have to fill some of the other content around news and gameplay and some other things. So we have some news episodes. We have some lore episodes. We're kind of going back and forth and doing a, a different kind of show with that. So go check that out. It's on whatever podcatcher you usually use. Otherwise, uh, thank you again for tuning in. And if you would like to support the show, patreon.com slash lorecast is, of course, the place you can go do it. Come join us on the Discord channel. Uh, come share some tweets. Follow on Twitter and just tell your friends about the show. Uh, it really, really does help to continue to grow these shows. And I'm still I'm still trying to get to the place where I can uh, financially justify all of my podcasts to replace a full-time income. And I know it's going to take some time still. I'm not expecting to do this overnight, but um, I'm definitely uh, working towards that and uh, will be for a while at a kind of a financial deficit. I'm fine. This isn't something to be concerned about, but it's definitely something that I'm still trying to work toward. So even if you can't contribute, I don't expect everybody to contribute. Believe me, um, just sharing the show with more people helps expand the audience. And and that really does help a lot. And the more that you guys can help me do that, the more I can commit to doing these shows and the longer I can keep doing them. So thank you again for all of your support. All right. Well, it's time to get back to the rest of the episode. If you questions about nuka world i'd be delighted to answer them all right we're back and we're going to go a little bit faster through this next section of locations because i I don't want to hit spoilers and i want to just point out some locations that are just more notable just simply because of them being on the map and that's kind of interesting so the first one this one was brought up by nunimer and I hope you remember, you're uh, recognizing the names of some of these people because they are also patrons who have been on our patron episodes. Uh, Nunamur responded and said, the Hindu temple, the, the Hindu temple of gold is a really interesting location. It is between the forest. So if you head north in the forest and you head towards what's called the Toxic Valley, it's kind of on the border of those two zones. Um, I think it's technically part of the savage. No, maybe not. It's on the border. It's kind of in between. So it's it's if you start in the vault and you head mm, pretty much due northeast, you will get to the Hindu temple. And this is an interesting and beautiful location. There are some uh, significant bad guys to have to deal with here and some other things that are really kind of cool that happen at this location. But the the artwork, the fact that this location doesn't look like anything else in the game, and there's a multicultural spot in the game, in, in a place in West Virginia that seems very, I don't know, run-of-the-mill, white American historical kind of locations to have something like the Hindu temple is really kind of a neat addition. So go check that out. So thank you for that suggestion, Nunamur. Also suggested was the uh, the Watoga city and specifically the tower. Watoga is a town in the Cranberry Bog region, and it's uh, recognized by its monorail system. There are some definitely interesting things going on in Watoga having to do with robots, lots and lots of robots and Robtech. I'm sorry, Robco Industries. 
And this was specifically brought up by Samurai Shack. Samurai, thank you for for bringing this as a suggestion. I don't want to, again, I don't want to spoil too much about what's going on here, but look for things about Robco and General Atomics International. Uh, some really cool stuff. This is a very much higher level zone, so you're not going to get it right, get to it right away, but you definitely want to go check it out. It's kind of a cool city. Another really cool location to check out, which is part of the main story quest line also, is the top of the world. It is a big tower with what looks like a kind of a saucer-shaped dome. It's up in the mountains, and it's in the Savage Divide, so you have to head east of the forest. And there are three floors you can visit, along with some uh, NPC stuff going on there. Um, even, even in the pre-Wastelanders uh, a version, I guess I should say, of the game, there is an NPC interaction here. Now, it's not a human being, but I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil anything having to do with that. Um, some very cool locations, some shopping stuff, uh, some cool enemies in this in this area and a place that you chances are will visit uh, a few times over. So thank you to Magnus Vile for that one. Now, one of my favorite locations in the game is the Mistress of Mystery Mansion. This is a really, really cool location. This was suggested by Firewriter, who, again, you should recognize. And I don't want to spoil anything having to do with this. But if you've played Fallout and you know about the um, the heroic hero type characters, then the Mistress of Mystery is one of those. And uh, I'm going to try not to say anything. There's a mansion connected to a person or group of people uh, having to do with the Mistress of Mystery. Now, if you aren't familiar with the Mistress of Mystery, this isn't too spoilery because she's one of the Unstoppables. She was uh, part of the Hubris Comics team that shows up in Fallout 4 and also in Fallout 76. And according to the wiki on this, the Mistress of Mystery is the Silver Shroud's former lover and companion while the Shroud terrorizes the criminals of Boston. She can be heard talking to the Shroud and some criminals on Silver Shroud Radio. Like the Silver Shroud, the Mistress of Mystery is a fictional character created by Hubris Comics. They also appear together in The Unstoppables. She carries a .44 revolver called The Voice of Set on The Unstoppables cover and mentions using a weapon she calls the blade of Bastet on the radio show. So uh, you're going to learn more about her and some people who were, let's say inspired by the mistress of mystery. Plus another really cool location, a big old mansion with some, mm, let's say secrets to be found there. So go check that out. And then the last location, or I guess I should say locations that I will note, and I'm not going to go too much into this because they are, very important for the main story of the game. And that's all I'm going to say about this are the Fisher sites and specifically the prime Fisher site. That's all I'm going to say. They're located throughout the map. And at some point you will definitely be visiting these or seeing them as you travel around and you will start to understand what they might be associated with. So thank you to Cloud for that recommendation on the Discord. And that's that's all I've got for this episode of the show. We're just going to leave that there. Uh, there are 
dozens of really cool locations. I could have talked about the pumpkin house or the the Halloween building where you find the costumes or I mean there's a lot of minor places, little kind of kind of nooks and crannies throughout the map that you could definitely find out about. Um, locations having to do with certain kinds of factions, like I'm sure you've heard about the responders. Uh, there's uh, locations having to do with super mutant testing a la West Tech. Um, but we're just going to leave that there. I don't, I, again, I keep saying this, but I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. I want to whet your appetites so that you can jump into this game and find some locations that might've come up in this episode and go, Oh, I get it. I understand why this game is interesting and why the setting is interesting and why the lore of this game can still be interesting. Even if it diverges a little bit from the things that a lot of people expected based on the other fallout games. It's still a lot of fun. There's still a lot to do. And I'm sure with Wastelanders coming out, there's going to be even more, even more fun things to do. I'm going to be jumping in on this tomorrow. I'll be playing as much as I possibly can. And I hope you guys enjoy it as well. So until next time, stay safe out in the wastes of West Virginia, out in Appalachia. And I hope you guys have some fun adventuring out there and join up with some other adventurers. Our Discord is absolutely a great place to go to find other people to run around in the game with. Whether you're playing on PC or Xbox or PS4, jump in the Discord, say, hey guys, this is my name. I want to find some people to group up with and people will respond. That's There's 800 and something people on our Discord. So jump in there, check it out, and until next week, stay safe. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Fallout Lorecast. All sounds and music are owned by Bethesda Softworks, and no copyright infringement is intended. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please contact us at falloutlorecast at gmail.com or follow us and post some messages to us on Twitter at falloutlorecast. And if you'd like to support the show, tell a friend, or check out the rewards you can get for becoming a patron at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. I really appreciate you listening, and I'd love to hear from you soon.